Welcome to Body Sculpt of New York, six weeks to fitness podcast, where we hope to inform, motivate, encourage, and inspire you towards living a healthier lifestyle. And now, here's your host, the president of Body Sculpt of New York, Vince Ferguson. Welcome to Six Weeks to Fitness, episode 172. Thank you so much for tuning in. Are you a busy mom trying to balance work, family, and your health? Are you feeling tired and stressed with all that's going on in the world around you? Well, you're in luck. Joining me today on my Six Weeks of Fitness podcast is Brooke Rozzi, a certified health and wellness coach, nutritionist, and personal trainer with over 12 years of experience in the wellness industry. She is also the creator of the Balanced Body Program, a program dedicated to supporting women and not only achieving their goals, but to truly transform their relationship with their body so they could not only have the energy they need to keep up with their busy mom life, but to also feel good in their skin while doing it. Today, Brooke will provide some expert fitness and nutrition tips for you busy moms out there and, and show you how to balance your body and your life. So let's welcome Brooke Rozzi to our Six Weeks to Fitness podcast. Brooke, how are you? I'm good. I'm happy to be here with you today. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. We're glad to have you. But before we discuss your Balanced Body program, tell my listeners more about Brooke Rozzi. Where did you grow up and what was, your, what was Brooke's childhood like? Oh, gosh. <laughs> how much time do we have? <laughs> um, I, so I grew up in Michigan. Um, I, I mean, I grew up in a pretty great home. My parents were awesome. I, well, I mean, we all, we all have our family stuff, right? My, um, I grew up with a, a brother with addictions. I was overweight as a kid. And, um, I think that presented, you know, challenges in itself growing up. And I really learned fitness from a younger age around sixth grade. I lost most of the weight, um, by myself and, I maintained it, but it kind of developed into, I didn't learn habits around it. I didn't know why, how to do it healthily. And I I grew up watching my mom diet a lot of my life, talking poorly about her body. I'm, you know, I'm what I call like the snack wells generation where everything was like fat free. And, you know, that's (laughs) kind of like the environment I grew up in. And so I kind of developed some eating disorder tendencies in high school due to a lot of those things, poor body image, the way I talked to myself. And I really started to kind of realize what I was doing as I entered my young 20s. But in your young 20s, like most females, a lot of my approach to nutrition was still like, is this making me fat or skinny? How is this making me look in a bathing suit? It was never, how is this making me feel when I choose this? And prioritizing my health until... Um, I lost my dad about seven years ago, and wow. through the trauma of losing him and the stress, I really started to see the wellness side of the industry and see how much other environmental factors in our life were influencing how we feel in our body. My body went a little haywire from it. My hormones went out of control. I developed hypothyroid, and um, I was really forced into understanding how much my endocrine system and a lot of those things were playing a role in how I was feeling day to day. So from personal experience, it truly transformed how I coach people and why I coach people the way I do, because I started to see how much other women were feeling similar ways that I had been feeling in my body. Um, And after becoming a mom, 
I um, struggled with postpartum anxiety, and mm. I didn't feel like I really had any resources or understanding as to why it was happening. I've always been in the nature to ask why, you know, why is this happening? Not just like accept like, oh, you know, you just have it. But my question was always like, well, why do I have this? It just came out of nowhere. So um, I really started to ask why and explore a lot of those things. And when I started to see that there were so many different moms feeling the same way in their body and not understanding or getting the support, it really led me to like, truly developing the balanced body program that I coach and how I coach to it now, because I really like, obviously I want women to feel good in their skin and achieve their goals and feel their best. But I really want you to just feel good when you're there. I tell a lot of my clients, like, I don't care if you lose 20 pounds, if you don't feel good, I want you to feel good when you're there too. Hmm. And you meant, you mentioned hypothyroidism. Explain what that is to my listeners and how you dealt with that. So hypothyroid, your thyroid is essentially like your, think of your master metabolism controller. Well, essentially, if your thyroid is not functioning ideally, then we can pretty much assume that a lot of other parts of your endocrine system, meaning your sex hormone function and your stress responses and your gut health um, are not functioning the way that they should be either. And um, so it really impacted a lot of areas in my life, my energy during the day, my anxiety, how I was able to sleep at night, um, foods that I was craving, my digestion, it impacted so many areas. Um, I, I did go on a medication. I take, I still take one now. Um, I partnered with physicians to like truly um, understanding like the nutrition that I needed to be consuming to feel my best. Um, and I, and it really did gear me towards taking more of an individual approach with everything I do because the basic things that I was doing just wasn't working for me. And I really had to learn that, it, you know, nutrition and workouts were more than just the food that I was eating. It's how I was balancing the stress in my body and how I was moving my body to support the stressors and things that I was experiencing. Hmm. So do you feel that nutrition plays a major part in how you feel? A hundred percent. So the number one, I try to explain it to people is like, the number one way bioavailably for your body to get nutrients is through your food. Our body is designed to receive nutrients through our food. Supplementation and things like that are amazing that we have options like that. Right. But we shouldn't have to rely on things like that, right? So your, right. your food truly, I always like say, like your food literally dictates your mood. Um, if we're lacking nutrients, for example, like magnesium, we have 200 enzymatic processes in our body that need, that need efficient magnesium to function. And when we're low, we have 200 enzymatic processes in our body that aren't hmm. functioning ideally because of it, right? Right. So huh. think of like, like one little thing that all of those different nutrients we get through our food contribute to how our body functions day to day. Huh. Very good. Good, good point. Good point. So when you speak to your clients, you go you go over what they're eating every day. I mean, do you provide a meal plan for them? I think of it less as like meal plan and more mm -hmm. of like foundational habits to build on. I truly start with, I think of two different things. We have our foundations and then we have our details. And the details would be meal plans, macros, things like that, which can absolutely be beneficial. But I always tell my clients, especially the moms, like life is going to happen. And when life happens and your meal plan is not available to follow, what are you going to do, right? Like you, you need to have the foundations instilled so right. that you always have that place to go back to so that it's not a like I'm on the bus or I'm off, right? It's I'm being detailed or I'm in maintenance. And I kind of think of it that way 
versus um, I want you to know what to do. But I always tell my clients, like, my role when you're done with me is to not need me. I, like, ultimately want to work myself out of a job because I want you to know what you need to do because I cannot be with you for the rest of your life. Um, You need to know why you're choosing the foods you're choosing and those things. And a meal plan's not teaching you that. That's very, very true. So do you have um, free consultations with your clients before you take them on? Yeah, absolutely. Everybody I meet with. We start with a decision support call. We walk through, you know, essentially I look at it as where are you at right now? Where do you want to be? And what are the holes in between that we need to focus on to get you there? Um, and that's really what our decision support call is for. And from there, you know, it's, okay, here are the options and the things that I see from my experience and education that we need to, to prioritize with you. Um, and then these are the avenues we should go to do it. Hmm. So what does it mean to have a balanced body? It really means being in alignment with yourself. I, balance is a marketing term, right? Like balance yes. is it's kind of BS. Like we're not really going to achieve balance, this ever-ending thing that we're always looking for. But we can find alignment. And especially as a mom or a woman, it's the alignment in how you're feeling mentally, the alignment in your mindset and how you're approaching things, your relationships, your relationship with other people and yourself. It's the alignment in what your workouts look like during the week, when life happens or when you have an easy week, what does that look like and how do you do it? And it's the alignment with your nutrition choices for your individual body and what you need. And that's truly what gives you that balanced feeling. We have this expectation that balance means that we're never going to have struggles, we're never going to take a step back, we're never going to have life step in, right, where we have to pivot And that's just not the reality, but the alignment means that we're aligned in ourselves and we know how to pivot with it so that we can still feel the way that we need to feel. So there's no cookie cutter approach here. Everyone is treated as an individual. Yeah. Even in my group coaching program, I'm giving you the foundations and the general guidelines, but I'm truly guiding you through how to take that and individually implement it too. Huh. And again, you said that you don't want someone to be dependent upon you. You want to basically have them, you know, be free of you after a while. Once they're able to go out on their own and do what they need to do, once you give them the information that they need, you want them to be be independent of you. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I tell my clients, I'm like, I love you. It's not that I want to, like, <laughs> not work with you. It's yes. Like, uh, but, like, I haven't done my job if you need me forever or you haven't learned anything. Hmm. What are some of the causes, Brooke, of a, for an unbalanced body? What can, what can uh, contribute to that? Well, you know, it depends on where we're feeling out of alignment, but it it could be, you know, a lot of times, especially a mom, Mm -hmm. when we've had a kid, we try to put this expectation on ourselves that we need to be able to keep up with and do what we used to do before we had kids. And we don't take a step back to see, like, we all have this capacity in our day. And one, as a mom, like, you know, the whole, like, it takes a village type of a thing. Like, the village has disappeared in modern motherhood, right? It's just just not there anymore. And Hmm. so we need to, like, remember that we only have a certain capacity, and we try to give so much of ourselves to other people. And self-sacrifice is, like, this, like, badge of good motherhood, and it's not. It's not true. But alignment really, truly means that we recognize our capacity, and we know what that is, and we prioritize ourselves in that capacity and let's say like before kids you know you have a cup of water you have more capacity in that cup of water to add more on your plate 
because you don't have a human relying on you for something. But now that you're a mom, it doesn't mean you still can't be effective and good with the things that you're doing or prioritize yourself. It means that we need to set healthy boundaries on what our capacity is Hmm. and what we're able to take on because a lot of that capacity has been taken up by, you know, the amazing thing that we have in our life, but it is taken up. So we need to a lot of times set those healthy boundaries that, are going to, that are taking away from us being able to show up feeling our best so that when we feel our best, we can show up our best for our kids, for our spouse, for ourselves, um, because that's really what it, it feels like. Hmm. Do, you, do you believe uh, that moms put too much stress on themselves, uh, trying to be perfect, trying to be all, all things, all people? All the time. We, and we have this guilt, like this mom guilt of, yes, yes. Um, you know, if I, if I don't do this, then I'm failing. Or that person needs me, I should be able to give more of myself to them, right? Like, oh, my kids needed this. It's just easier if I do it. We're putting way too much on ourselves. One of the best things that I learned was don't do for your kids what they're capable of doing for themselves. And oh, I wow. – we try to instill that with our kids and a lot of it is not because like I'm not going to be here for you or do things, but I want you to learn to be self-sufficient. And as a mom, we try to take that over a lot, not just with our kids, but with a lot of people, we want to be needed. We want to help people. It feels good to help people. And there's nothing wrong with that, but we can't help people when we're not able to help ourselves first. Hmm. And we overextend because we feel this guilt, but truly like, I always ask my moms, like, whose story is that? Why are you feeling that guilt? You need to check back in with yourself of, like, hey, where is this guilt coming from? If I don't help this person, why am I feeling guilty around this type of a thing? And sometimes it can be other people's expectations of us and our feeling the need to meet it. It can be our expectations on ourselves. And it can be kind of like what I said, like what we used to be able to do in thinking we should be able to do that and not recognizing, you know what, my life has shifted. And people sometimes can expect that we're going to be the same person as we were before we had kids. And it's okay to acknowledge that you might be the same person, but your priorities have changed. And that's okay. Hmm. What kind of stress does it put on a relationship, though, between a husband and a wife when she realizes that she can't do everything that she used to do or she has to change her way of doing things? That's that's so true. It's, you know, it's, it's the boundaries and the it's a it can bring resentfulness it's very common you know it can feel like you're the one doing everything um you know i've I've gone through this in my own relationship with my husband sometimes you feel like you need to be the rescuer you need to be the one to fix it right, right. um instead of having the you know what this is your responsibility you need to handle this i think after our first my husband and i really struggled with that one and it was more so we really needed to set boundaries and priorities of who was handling what. A lot of times women, we try to handle everything. We think that certain things in the home should be our responsibility. But my husband and I really approach it as we're a partnership. We both are working inside and outside the home. We're a partnership in how we handle this. We're equally parents in this. Neither, you know, One of us has our strengths over the others with certain things, and we try to capitalize on that where I am very type A, organized, so I handle the bills and the appointments and those kinds of things. I kind of say like, I handle the mental load of our home. My husband handles the physical load of our home. 
and he handles the laundry and the dishes and those kinds of wow. things. But it really took a learning process yes. for us to hmm. work through that. And it took me setting the boundaries of, okay, you know what? The laundry is not done. It's overflowing. Instead of getting resentful and taking it on myself, I had to start saying to my husband, hey, the laundry is not done. We're not doing this until that's done type of a thing. And wow. Wow. You're, not, okay. you're, not, you're not parenting, right? But you're partnering in it. Huh. Good, good point. But, but I wonder yeah. how hard is it to, um, when you're speaking to your clients, knowing that they have another a, a partner here, how hard is yeah. it for, to, to get through to them that now it, it really is a partnership? Because I think women have a tendency of taking it all on themselves, you know? Yeah. And the partner, yeah. the partner is more than willing to let them do that. <laughs> well, of course, right? If somebody's going to take on your stuff, we would all be like, sure, take it away. I would love for you to exactly. do that, Exactly. Right? Take it, take it, yes. Yeah, who wouldn't take advantage of that? But it's, you know, it's really the communication, and it comes down to a lot of times we expect, especially as a woman, we think of things totally different than a man, and we have to be okay with that. A lot of times we think like, well, he should think of this the way that I do, or he should do this. And they're not like, our brains are just not wired that way at all. Right. And we need to like recognize that sometimes guys literally communicate differently in many different ways. And we need to acknowledge that our communication to them shouldn't be the expectation that they know what we need, but it's the sitting down and having a conversation of, Hey, I need you to understand when you're not keeping up with this, it's impacting me in this way. And not coming from a place of anger or feeling triggered or anything like that. It's coming from a place of like, I know you're not intentionally doing this, but it, it, this is how it's impacting me, right? And when I think when we understand how our actions are affecting somebody else, we can come from a place of support more than when some like very common nature and I'm not always my best self either, but like we all can sometimes show up as like attacking or upset um, versus the take the step back and, and have that true communication. So I always say like, whether it's your goal or, you know, food in the house or roles around the home or those kinds of things, like it's so much better when you can come from, I call it like your green, yellow and red zone. That's one of my coach calls it. Like when you can come from that green zone to say, hey, I need you to understand that like this eating this way is really important to me because it makes me feel good. And when I feel good, I show up better as a spouse to you, as a person to myself, as a mom to our kids or, you know, and having those real conversations where we have to be a little vulnerable because then they can understand where you're truly coming from. Hmm. Wow. That's a very uh, intense topic, too. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. We, uh, we can go even further into this. <laughs> yes. Well, and we want it to be easy, right? Like we want those transitions to just be easy. And sometimes when we fight it, we create this resistance around it. And that's where we get stuck and we stop, where we have to understand that like we're changing habits, we're changing narratives, we're changing pathways of how we do stuff. It's not going to be easy for that stuff to happen, but it's going to be so worth it if you can kind of work through those things because Ultimately, you can either feel uncomfortable where you are or you can feel uncomfortable going through those transitions to get to where you're truly wanting to be. Good. Excellent. Excellent. But now I have a, a even tougher question for you, but I'm sure you you have the answer because you've worked with clients. <laughs> what if you're dealing with a client who, who does not have a partner, just a single mom yeah. who has to do yeah. so much, who's mother, yeah. father to her kids? What do you tell them? You know, it, it's, oh my gosh, I have so much 
for a single mom because you. <laughs> you have so much on your plate. But and gosh, the days that my husband's gone, I'm like, oh, thank God you're back here. But you know, <laughs> yeah. it's really prioritizing. I I well, I I do have girlfriends that are single moms, and they balance a lot, and they have partners that are not in the picture at all, and. Um, we sit down and it's just, okay, what are your non-negotiables? And be flexible within what that non-negotiable is. So your non-negotiable could be movement, but be flexible about what that movement is. Maybe you can't get a 45-minute strength training workout in, in that day, but could you put the kids in a stroller and go on a walk? You could do that. So, like, maybe be flexible on what that is, but non-negotiable on the fact that you're getting movement in, right? Um, right. It could be... You know, a non-negotiable is that we eat healthy food in our home, but you know what? I don't have any food prepared, so I'm going to be flexible on where the source of that food is coming from. Maybe we're ordering it out or I'm picking a couple of things up from a store instead, um, instead of grabbing fast food or something. I'm non-negotiable that I'm eating healthy food, but I'm flexible in the approach that we're taking to do that. Now, with your clients, do you, I know you talk about nutrition, but you, all, you also talk about exercise, Correct. I do. All my um, programs include tailored workouts for you, home or gym, whatever is best. I, I work with people across the country, so um, it's more virtual options, so nice. it's all done through an app, and um, it's oh. all tailored to what you individually need, and you have access to me through it, coach you through, make pivots, you know, all those kinds of things through it. Hmm. Okay, so your business is pretty much via, what, Zoom? Yeah, um, all my coaching appointments with private clients is via Zoom, um, and then I, in my group coaching programs, we do Zoom coaching calls. I have a community group with everyone where, in an app where we're all interacting with each other. Um, it gives moms, you know, I kind of made the pivot, one, because of the pandemic, but two, it really gives moms the flexibility that they need to not have another appointment on your plate that you have to get to. It really gives you more flexibility to make it work. Oh, definitely. But also you have a wider audience because, yeah. right? Because I mean, yeah. not only in this country, you can meet up with people in other, not only time zones, but yeah, but other countries as well, like Ireland and Sweden yeah. or Poland, whatever, yeah. which is amazing. You know, the sky's the limit. Yeah. I have, um, some of my clients are in Canada. Some are yeah. here. Um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. But and it's it's kind of cool for me too to like learn how other countries do things too. Um, and and kind of have to like flex, be flexible with that. It's pretty awesome. Hmm. Oh, definitely, definitely. Now, what type of package packages does your Balanced Body Program offer? Like six weeks, ten weeks? Um, it's 24 weeks. I, it used to be 12 weeks for the balanced body program, but I really found that 12 weeks was not enough time for you to leave me truly feeling good. And ultimately kind of, like I said, like that's my goal. So 24 weeks is really enough time where we really can prioritize and make sure that these things are instilled as a habit for you. You've gone through life with it. You've gone through a couple seasons with it. So we can make sure that you've had the, the true support that you need to leave it not, not needing another program again. Know what you need to do. I do offer a graduate program to my clients when they're done where, like, they can kind of keep me at an arm's width distance and still have programming done for them if they choose, but they don't need to. Um, it's really up to them at that point. The program's 24 weeks. We, we emphasize hormonal health and how it's impacting how you're feeling, nutrition. We, you have tailored workouts done for you. I have guest expert coaches that come in from, like, 
hormonal health to mindset coaches to maternal mental health that speak through the program as well. Um, and then everybody gets access to me via Voxer or like voice texting throughout the program too, as well as biweekly coaching calls with me. Hmm. And you've been doing this now, this program now for how long? A year. Yeah. A year. And it's been taking, it's been doing quite well. It's been doing awesome. It's truly, I used to only do private coaching and I still do private coaching for select clients, but it's truly my favorite thing to deliver because it's, it's all encompassing. It's the program I really wish was there after I had our first because I didn't know what I didn't know about being a mom. And Yes. It's the program made for moms because there wasn't a lot of things out there for that. Isn't that something? If you only had this program that you put together for you, yourself, you know, when you had your first kid, it would make all the difference. But, but obviously there's a need for it. There's a market for it, and, you, and you're filling it. Yeah. And that's a great yeah. thing. How many kids do you have, Brooke? I have, I have two. We have a three-and-a-half-year-old and a, a one-year-old. Wow. So you're busy. <laughs> yeah, it's a little chaotic in our house. Yes, Exactly. <laughs> Now your your sessions though your your packages is it once a week that they the client um, sees you? It depends. So if they're in the balanced body program, the group coaching program, then they get biweekly calls with me. Um, and then if they're doing private coaching with me, private coaching is if somebody wants a little bit more accountability, support, um, a little more hand holding, or they just don't like a group setting. I do have a private coaching option, and the private coaching clients do meet with me weekly. Okay, great, great. Now. My podcast is Six Weeks of Fitness. So and let's say, what would you recommend a busy mom to do if, if, if she wanted to see results, at least you know, getting to where she wants to be? Let's say if it's weight loss, she just wants to feel overall better about her, about her body, about her life. What um, yeah. nutrition advice would you give this busy mom for a, a six weeks to see, to see and feel some improvement? Yeah, that's a really good question. So... You know, in six weeks, I generally say, like, don't put pressure on yourself, right? But think of the simple things that you can shift that'll make a massive difference. The foundations always matter the most because those are truly what keep us sustained yes. and where we need to be. So I always say, like, let's look at the areas that you're, you're kind of, like, missing the boat right now, and let's prioritize that. And each week, focus on one to two new things. So one week, it could be aiming for half of your body weight in water each day. And then the next week, it could be prioritizing protein with each of your meals. And then the next week, it could be moving your body for 30 minutes a day. And then we're just kind of building. And then at six weeks, you have six different habits that you've implemented, and you're in a totally different place in six weeks just from implementing one new thing each week through that time. But when it comes to nutrition, what would you? are there any types of food that you recommend that they uh, um, start eating as opposed to other types of food? Yeah, I always say one whole real foods are going to keep you the most satiated and deliver you those nutrients that we kind of talked about that you need. So start with assessing, looking at how much of your food is coming from whole food or packaged food, and try to aim the first week for 80% of your food to come from whole food sources. And then look in the detail of what that food is. So on your plate, you should have a protein, like an adequate protein source, palms to maybe hand size if you're eating three meals a day, you should have about a fifth size serving of, you know, good fibrous carbs on your plate. Some veggies, I generally say, should take up like half of our plate. And right. then some fat. We need to have some adequate fat in there, especially as women, to support our hormonal function. So yes. what you can do is week one, look at those whole foods. 
Week two, prioritize that protein with each of your meals. Week three, make sure you have a fibrous carb with each meal. Week four, make sure you have the veggie and fat with each meal. Week five, start to tune in to like what sources, right? Are we eating more organic sources? Uh, where are we getting those from? And then in week six, start to look at like, okay, how much water am I taking in? Start to up your water intake a little bit more. Um, those are all made, like they seem so simple, but they can make a massive difference in how you're feeling. Oh, most definitely. Brooke, how can my listeners find out more about you, about uh, Balanced Body? Uh, do you have a website? Do you have social media that where they can follow? Yeah. Um, so Instagram is probably where you're going to see me the most. So it's Brooke Rozzi, um, R-O-Z-Z-I-E. And my program is open right now. So the Balanced Body starts September 13th. So nice, they can nice. come join. If they have questions, they can come ask me there. Just shoot me a DM um, and we'll chat. That's awesome. Now, Brooke, do you also have a, a podcast? I don't. Um, I had started one. I yes. thought about it. And I'm yes. kind of like back to the drawing board on what I want it to be. So oh, okay. stay tuned. I might. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would imagine you will because you, you articulate your program so well. And I think that it would be another benefit, another asset of yours to have that. You'll reach even more people, you know, and yeah. that's what you want to do. That's what you're doing. So Yeah, this is... I love podcasts. I think they're an amazing way to get information. Um, I need to, well, one, I'm looking at my capacity, just like I coach my clients of like what I have capacity for, but it will be, it will be there. It's just a matter of when. <laughs> that's, that's impressive. You're right. You, you don't want to put more on you than you can handle right now, right? Yeah, absolutely. There you go. I'm sure you tell your clients that. We become overwhelmed trying to do everything, be all things to all people, and you don't have the capacity yep. for it. <laughs> yeah, Very trying to good. practice what I <laughs> <laughs> What advice would you give to moms now who are, who are busy, struggling, trying to make it happen, and need some encouragement? One, give yourself grace. You have so much like that you take on in a mental load and a physical load day to day. So you have to give yourself grace on what you're actually doing. We always feel like it's not enough. If you sat down and made a list of the things that you were doing day to day, you would be shocked. And then I always say like, talk to yourself the way you would talk to your daughter. And if your daughter says that she needs a break or she's feeling exhausted or run down, what would you say? Like you would tell her to chill, but somehow we tell ourselves, no, we have to push harder. We have to do more, right? Um, give yourself a break. It's okay to like take a step back and assess and you don't have to be everything to everybody. Oh, awesome. Give yourself a break. You don't have to be everything to everybody. Chill. <laughs> yes. Love yes. it. Love it, bro. Brooke Rozzi, on behalf of Body Scope of New York, that's my nonprofit organization, and Six Weeks of Fitness, I truly want to thank you for coming on my show. Thank you. I love having you for being on here. Thank you for having me. Oh, you are wonderful. And to my listeners, I truly hope this program was informative, encouraging, and inspiring, and that you will continue tuning in to our Six Weeks of Fitness podcast. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for the show, Please leave them on my Six Weeks of Fitness blog at www.sixweeksoffitness.com or email me at vince at sixweeks.com. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>